are there characters that like you want to see like pop up other than the inventor <laughs> other than do you really um, want to see do you really want an mcu version of like a parakeet head guy you're right i don't know if it would translate that well to that i'm not too. sure maybe but he's mean, so he's so cute in the comics. but he's bad right he's a bad guy he's bad yeah, yeah. but he's like funny he's like a silly silly villain yeah And we are live with the Miss Marvel After Show, episode one. It's that show brought to you by the Keeg, where we watch uh, uh, an episode of a show, this one specifically, Miss Marvel, and we talk about it afterwards. So if you've seen the Miss Marvel, uh, uh, first episode of Miss Marvel on Disney Plus, uh, come out here and listen to us talk about it. Who am I? I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. Uh, if you are watching the live stream, you're watching us on volume, Twitch, or YouTube, uh, and you can see who uh, my amazing guest is. But if you can't, and you're listening to the podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcast from, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, uh, then you can't see who the guest is. So I might as well just introduce them. We got Risa, aka Raisin Cosplay. Risa, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, you, you, uh, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things I want to, I want to know uh, everything about you and your cosplay and Miss Marvel and like the episode, obviously, um, but you had a special uh, kind of um, uh, opportunity to come out to California and do like the red carpet Miss Marvel premiere thing. Right. Yeah. So the amazing Lady Toxie, fellow cosplayer, she's at a Lady Toxie, T O X I E on Instagram, invited me. She really wanted to have me as a Desi Swana Muslim uh, cosplayer on the red carpet with her. Um, and I had an amazing time. I'm on the East Coast. I've actually never been to the West Coast, I've never been to a red carpet event. So I was like, yes. Um, and I actually made a Miss Marvel cosplay in one day because I had to just drop everything and do it one, in one day. day, one day, 24 hours. Okay. Is that the cosplay that's on your Instagram and everything? That is. Yep. And I have a couple of videos on my TikTok on like my process of making it in one day. So. I didn't know you made that in one day. Yeah, literally, she texted me on Instagram. She was like, you know, do you want to come to this? And I was like, I have nothing to wear. Can I give you until tomorrow to let you know if I'm coming or not? So yeah. I made it like literally I started right there. Uh, I'm a fabric and you can see my well, podcast viewers can't yeah. see it, but you can see my workshop here in the background. Yeah. I just hoard a lot of supplies. So I happen to have almost everything on hand to make it. Yeah, And then I like got far enough into the costume where I was like, this is what I'm wearing. I'm coming. That's a very Kamala Khan thing, especially in this first <laughs> episode, as we like, as we're watching this first episode, we're like, okay, Kamala has like, she's making her own costume. And then also like, I mean, we will get to the specifics, but like, you know, she's like, what do I wear? What do I like put together? What is me? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, I feel like you went through that as well. And you just had a day to do it. Oh yeah. Um, I think her and Bruno had longer than a day. <laughs> um, and I didn't have some, I didn't have superpowers to kind of flash around, but That's true. Uh, I am yeah. very happy with how it came out. I did make the, it was a classic version from the first, her first 2014 run. Okay. Um, because that's just the one that I, you know, is closest to my heart. So yeah. that's the version I made. Um, like, I think it's really interesting that we have a Miss Marvel show. Uh, again, we'll talk about the specifics, but I think, were you excited when they announced that they were doing a Miss Marvel show? Because I feel like it's wild to think that, like, we have a Miss Marvel show now. So when the comic first came out, I was actually very similar in age to Kamala when, yeah. her, when she debuted. Um, and when the comic first was, like, announced after her first appearance in Captain Marvel number, I want to say number 41, I could be wrong. Okay. Um, I was floored. I did not ever think there would be like a title hero 
and I kind of thought like a lot like a lot of like those uh, representation based heroes that kind of come around, they have one run and that's kind of it. Yeah. But she lasted. And now to see that she has her own show, I never would have come, thought that she would come this far. I never would have thought that the fans would latch onto her the way they did and embrace her the way they did. So seeing her, like, I feel like now I was telling my husband, I was like, Oh, the MC is basically the comics now. Like we've gone to the point where it's like they're putting anyone they want like right. into the MCU. Right. Um, and that includes Kamala. And I'm really, really glad that it does. I I think what was interesting is not only this show, but I think even before the show was announced, they had the Avengers game that had Kamala as like kind of the main kind of uh center character in the game. Have you did yeah. you play the did you play the Avengers game? I didn't play it, but I know uh, like people that did play it, that she was like their favorite, which yeah. was amazing. And I loved her design in it too. Um, I love what they did with her hair and her costume and everything. Um, but I think it uh, helps that she in the comics has such a close and similar relationship to Spider-Man with Peter. Um, and so I would love to see her one day in a young Avengers team. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. I don't I, think she's been- I want her and Miles. I know. Yeah. I I know. I'm waiting for a Miles movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm so waiting for a Miles movie. Yeah. It, it, it's funny that you you mentioned earlier about um kind of like these these characters that are supposed to be representative are just kind of one and done characters. And that just shows like when a company just like creates it just to show that they have that person. And then they're like, they're, they don't put money or time behind the character. They're like, eh, they don't believe in the character in the longevity sort of sense. They're just like, here is, for example, DC Comics. Like, here is Vibe. He's Puerto Rican. He is in Detroit and he likes to break dance. And like, then you have Vibe. And then it's easy to write him out because he, quote, you know, he got a pun intended. He doesn't vibe with everybody, right? He's just kind of there to be Vibe. And that's that. But like, what makes Kamala Khan different? I will give some of these companies credit in the sense that like, it's not necessarily them that's not embracing these characters. Um, mm. Sadly, among, I, I will say this has changed for sure, but yeah. especially in like the earlier 2000s and definitely before that, people weren't as willing to embrace those characters. Of course, yeah. Like, I give DC a lot of credit for putting Jon Stewart in the mainstream, and then he was, like, every he's everybody's Green Lantern, not yeah. Hal. Yeah. Um, well, now it's Hal, and I have problems with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think people still have a connection. I think people still have a special place in their heart for John. Um, I feel like it's it's us if we grew up in that time where Justice League, the that's cartoon. True. That's like, true. Cause like I, I was I was looking it up. I was like, what are the times like at the time 1994? Kyle Rayner is Green Lantern because Hal is dead slash evil, and then during that time, John Stewart is Green Lantern in Justice League, and then in like 2004, Hal comes back. So there's like 10 years of Hal just being dead slash evil. Uh, so like John and Kyle are like the big Green Lanterns, but uh, yeah, then they true. kind of put. Hal back in and I like Hal. Just do you like Hal? John, I do. I I like him more than uh guy. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're hopping more. all over the place as far as companies <laughs> are concerned. That's DZ Comics. This is Marvel Comics. But yeah, you're right. Like uh uh John Stewart is my him and Kyle are like my number ones in in like Green Lanterns at DC Comics. Um do you felt like people's embracing of John is very similar to people's embracing of Kamala? Um, yes and no. I think that you're right. The DC's willingness to put John forward in the animated universe was really the big thing. People grew up, you know, kids, they don't learn, right? They don't, they're not racist. They, they, don't, yeah. they don't learn that, you know, when they get older. So when you grow up with John, it's like, this is Green Lantern and he's black. Who cares, right? Right. Um, but I was surprised that people embraced Kamala so well. Um, yeah. Of course, when she started, I don't know what makes her different other than I feel like the Muslim community and the Desi communities banded together and they were like, we're not letting her go. Um, her And also Sana Amanat, she's the creator of Kamala. She's been working for like a decade. Was she the creator of Kamala? Yes. Yes. I want to say yes. Um, I've... 
sorry. Uh, anyway, sorry, continue. I'm just gonna look this up. Yeah, I just think like just- Oh yes, uh, I was thinking G. Willow Wilson. Oh, but it's like a multiple people are cr credited as creators. She was a she was an editor. She wasn't a writer. Oh, so yeah, I think yeah, yeah. G. Willow Wilson was the writer. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I, I just think like the team around her was passionate enough to just be like, we're not letting her go. We're yeah. this is we don't care. Um and like I think Kamala's comics, they got people who are Desi and, and Bengal or um, Muslim who yeah. wouldn't have otherwise picked up these comic books to pick up these comic books. Um, and also, unlike these other heroes, like even John and Spider-Man, um, they have decades of comics behind them. I think Kamala's comics are really easy to get into because it's like you start at the 2014 run. The 2015 run is basically just volume two of the same yeah. run. Yeah. Um, and it just goes on from there. Yeah. Uh, I love Kamala. I've been reading her since the beginning. Um, and I feel like everybody that I know that loves Kamala is they can relate in some way, shape or form. Right. Because Kamala is so many things. You brought up like Jon Stewart. And I think that Jon Stewart had an uphill battle. But I think Kamala has an extra uphill battle just by being a woman and being a young like a, just a, like a girl. Right. Mm -hmm. People mm -hmm. aren't going to take a female hero seriously. They're definitely not going to take a teenage female Euro series. Like, what is she, Sailor Moon? You know, like, like people are just going to be like, eh, she's just one of those characters, right? Oh, yeah. And I see that so much with, with the show. It's I feel like on YouTube, TikTok, like somebody makes a video about it and they're like mid, like she looks mid. Nobody's going to watch this. This is childish. And it's like, it's a coming of age story. She's a teenager. Right. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that adults can't enjoy it. Weren't you right. a teenager once? Like, and we love Spider-Man. We love Miles. Spider-Man, yeah, yeah. Uh, we love the Runaways. And I actually love, I, I akin her, I, I would uh, liken her a lot to the Runaways. I would love to see a team up. That team up would be awesome. Um, uh, did you read the comics and, and watch the show of Runaways? I actually did not watch the show. Oh, uh, interesting. But I loved the comics. The I don't comics think I finished so all of them but I love, love, love the comics. I love Cloak and Dagger as well. I did watch that show. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just feel like for some reason in the MCU, the fan, the MCU fans are so anti-teenage, anti-youth. Uh, they're <laughs> anti like, a lot. Of, they're anti a lot <laughs> of things, right? And like what we're, what we're hearing, or at least seeing these people preemptively be like, this looks like a Disney Channel show. This looks like this. Look first things first. It, this is a Disney show. These are all, have all been Disney shows, technically, right? But like, okay, what does a Disney Channel show look like to you? I think they just want to complain about something that they have a knee-jerk reaction to. Mm -hmm. I think one thing that I've been telling people <coughs> that gets them interested is uh, if you liked Into the Spider-Verse and you liked Scott Pilgrim, this show is for you. That is um, a good summation. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim, well, I think the uh, creators of the show also likened it to those those two uh, pieces of media as well. But I would say, yeah, I actually don't remember Scott Pilgrim Lunch, I, but I loved Into the Spider-Verse, by yeah. far one of my favorite Marvel films ever. Um, and I would say, yeah, it's very, very similar in that sense. I, I didn't think about that. Also, we're only one episode in, or at least I am, not, you know, but uh, I'm only one episode in and it's like, uh, I didn't think about that connection. But yeah, you're right. Into the Spider-Verse and Scott Pilgrim. That's a good summation. Yeah, I think even just from the first episode, you can tell that. Um, just visually, the show is like, if some, if any of your viewers or listeners haven't seen it, like just visually, I feel like it's worth it to watch that first episode because they do some crazy stuff visually. And there's so many references uh, to the art and the source material from the comics um, visually. So yeah. I love it, love it. Uh, I I love the comics. They, they It's been like the most solid run I've ever read because runs relatively go up and down on like other superheroes. But the fact like the creative teams always seem to know who Kamala Khan is mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when they write her right because like I said she doesn't have like a hundred years behind her like right. it's like all you have to do is read like a few few issues and you're like oh okay I get it right um 
I would say there are actually a couple things from the show that I like that they've done better than the comics. Um, in particular, and I made a TikTok about this, but her relationship with her brother, uh, Amir. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, especially, like he kind of has a pretty minimal relationship with her in the comics and he's kind of seen as like overly religious yeah but in the comics it's not that he in the show it's not that he's less religious he's just portrayed as having a strong and healthy relationship with his faith rather than just being kind of the butt of a joke and that's kind of something i didn't like about the comics is he was kind of made fun of for his religiosity um and i appreciate that the show like embraces that he is a faithful man he's a man of faith and he's also so much like his relationship with Kamala is so much cuter. Like even despite their age difference, like they, it's very brotherly. Yeah, I liked it in the show when when uh, uh, Amir like came to her room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing I was thinking of too. Yeah, uh, and they talked about that. Um, people, people obviously like when the show was announced and coming up to this like first episode, people were afraid or sometimes negative with good reason some you know let's talk about the negative with good reason but like uh, uh about changes from the comic to the show did you have a problem with let's just say i think big thing was the power set difference so i'm probably one of the few people that will tell you that i actually like and understand that change um i will say you know, the reasoning behind her powers in the comics is that Sana Amanat and the creative team wanted her to have a set of powers that was unusual. It wasn't sparkly, it wasn't girly. Um, It didn't need to be made digestible for an audience, right? Um, And it was representative of her her coming of age story, of her going from this teenager who feels weird about herself all the time to a confident superhero that embraces her weird powers. Um, and that message is lost. I agree. Um, yeah. And I think, but I understand why they made the change. Um, and I think that the more you watch the show, you'll understand too. No spoilers. Um, we can spoil but, the first episode. I yeah, would assume that everybody out here. I think most here, of it is the second. I think most of it is you've the seen the second episode. <laughs> and like, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But I think when you watch the second episode, you'll understand why they changed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that Marvel could have, they just forgot about that message because they were trying to, I guess, make make her powers more similar to Carol's or whatever. Right. But they could have easily kept that message by changing the coloring, like not making it rainbow or making mm. it sparkly. They could have like made the CGI look a little weirder, I guess. It just, she doesn't have to have stretchy powers. She also uses the powers similarly to how she uses them in the comics. So I don't think it's that big of a jump, to be honest. Right. Um, but the reason I actually like it more, and I won't say any spoilers, I think that the origin of these powers are much closer to her Pakistani heritage mm. than the, her origin, where in the comics, where she is an inhuman and is, is exposed to the Terrigen Mist. Right. Um, and I think that when you see the second episode, you'll be like, oh, yeah, totally, totally see where that where that's coming from. OK, interesting. Now, I I like I need to see the second episode. Like, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for that. But all right. Um are you are you a fan of the Inhumans? Because I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm I hate a, them. <laughs> I'm a I'm a mutants first X Men, like like I'm a big X Men fan, and so like Inhumans suck. And I just literally I feel like I've tried to read so many like the good, the bad, Inhuman comics, and I can never get through them. I just I agree. Uh, I'm definitely pro X Men. Yeah, but. I understand what they were trying to do with the Inhumans, especially they were like pushing them as a replacement, probably because they wanted to bring them into the MCU yeah. for a while there. Um, but I just don't like the concept of like, I, I realize in some of the concepts, it's like they're like an elite race that has to come to terms and be like, well, actually, we're not better than humans. But it's just like, like Black Bolts and Medusa's like outlook in the comics on humans and just how monarchial they are. Yeah. I just can't get over that yeah. long enough to like finish reading one of their runs. Like right. it's just not interesting to me. Like I, I prefer a story about the underdog, not the privileged person that learns how to not be privileged. Right. Cause there's a difference between T'Challa 
who is king of his people and you can see it and feel it in every iteration of Black Panther. And then you have the inhuman royal family that's just like, yeah, we're beautiful. We know it. Also, forcing and they the treat charity. their own people like crap. Yeah. Like they treat their they have like I a slave caste. The slave caste and yeah. the whole caste system. The way that they expose the kids to like Terrigen Mist is kind of weird. Yeah. Just, I'm just glad. I don't know if they will make her origins related to the Inhumans. There's still time for them to do that. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad they've moved away from that. I'm yeah. glad they're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, that that was my biggest concern going into this, like, like, well, I mean, since they announced the show, I'm like, at some point, we are going to know whether Marvel is like, cl- like cleaning their hands of the Inhumans thing, or whether they're going to be like, well, now we'll in- reintroduce Inhumans kind of through this Miss Marvel thing in a softer way. Well, uh, they did do a soft launch of Black Bolt in Multiverse of Madness. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, which which I was cool with. But the question is, is like, does he just die and then that's it? Like, we never need mm-hmm. to see the Inhumans ever again. I don't think we need the Inhumans in the MCU. Mostly because I'm they're very They're going to do it, though. I, I feel I'm, like they're pushing it. Really? I, once, once people get the taste of mutants, nobody's going to want anything else. Yeah, but it, I think people are just assuming that they're going to bring the mutants into the MCU because they own the properties now. Yeah. But I'm not sh- I'm not sure how much that's the case. They I'm will. still very much in the uh what's it what was his name? Rob Boner is what? actually oh, 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 Quicksilver. Uh yeah, uh Boner. Uh Steve yeah. <laughs> uh, uh Scott Bo- uh I think it was Rob. Is it right? Rob something Boner. Boner. Um but I'm still very much in the there's no way he's just a random guy camp. Ralph Boner. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph Boner. Ralph yeah. Boner, yes. Uh, I no, I I think that that was a that was a um, bait and switch on purpose. Are you uh, sure? Because in the beginning, remember Wu says that they have like somebody in witness protection, and then yeah. they never address that. They again. drop that, yeah. But so I feel like it's him, and they just they're just keeping it on the low. I don't know what the Marvel Cinematic Universe is doing when it comes to the multiverse because they like as a just a science fiction fan a comic book fan a fan of the idea of a multiverse a lot of stuff doesn't make sense like the MCU is breaking their own rules when it comes to the multiverse so like would I be would I would I be confused if they were like oh no that is Quicksilver whatever I'm sure they could figure out a way that being said, I feel like Kevin Feige would just rather recast the whole X-Men universe. Like, instead of bringing in casting that was done elsewhere. You think yeah. it was just like a silly little cameo to like... Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I maybe. think it was a nod to the audience. It was a Easter egg as opposed to... Like, all Easter eggs don't have to be part of the, like, continuity. Right? I agree. I agree. Yeah. Like an, I, I do think MCU fans in particular to try to like overthink things, especially in that show. I mean, oh, WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. WandaVision was because we did an after show for WandaVision. That was the first after show we did. And it was wild. It was just like everybody's theories galore. I don't know if you've seen, I'm one of those people that tries not to theorize. Okay. I'm like one of those people that it's like, I don't want to spoil it for myself. I just want to watch it. Yeah. And like, I don't need to feel smart for like predicting stuff. Theorizing is okay. If you do want to feel smart for theor- theorizing, like that's totally fine by yeah. me. But I'm like one of those people that like first lay back and just watch and not right. overthink. Because a lot of the times it's like, well, I've read the comics. So it's like, I have contacts that other people don't have. And it's like, I don't want that. I don't want to remember that. I just want right. to watch. <laughs> do you do you feel like this show is kind of prepped for like following just the rough comic continuity of this character? I feel like because of how near and dear Kamala is to um, the Miss Marvel fans. Yeah. People have latched on to the comic book continuity. Like when we watch a Peter Parker movie or, a, or an Iron Man movie, are you like, this is nothing like the comics? Like, no, did you watch Loki? And you're like, this is nothing like the comics. But I feel like people have just are like obsessed with this particular show being like the comics. Yeah. And I am very much not that person. 
if I want to read the comics, I'll just read the comics. I'm okay with the MCU being different. And I, so far, I love the direction that the show is going uh, versus the comics. The first episode is very much like right out of the comics. Um, But by the second episode, you'll see that um, they definitely are taking it in a different, fresh direction. And I love the direction that they're taking it. I think the story is going to be very connected to um, her heritage, to her being Desi, for Terry being Muslim. um, And I love that. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about the, the, the events of the episode of episode one. We start off with sort of uh, what, uh, like uh, she does videos for YouTube, right? That's kind of her Mm -hmm. thing. Right. So she's doing videos, cardboard cutouts. What I thought was like really cool, just visually is like the, the little paper Hulk and he rips the Chitauri guy. (laughs) I think it's a Chitauri guy or it's Avenger or it's Endgame, Right. So it's, one of the outriders or whatever they're called. And he like rips them in half and it accordions out. And like, it was like super cool and really visual appealing. Yeah, like I said, the visuals in the show are just top notch, extremely creative. The way yeah. that they tie in animation, pop art. It's, it's it gets worth watching for that alone. Yeah. Um, and then, so so we see that she dropped, like she, she posts it and it's sad because like, um she doesn't have and too then many bruno views. makes bruno makes that comment like oh i have no idea who this person that made this page is i don't know if oh, you noticed that like yeah i saw that <laughs> when it's like going through the thing yeah yeah um, he makes a comment on her youtube channel like i don't know who this is but this is amazing i love how supportive he is of her in the show and, not, and that's not to say like he isn't supportive of her in the comics but I definitely am biased towards show Bruno, um, particularly because my husband is actually also white and an engineer. And we met like the same age that they did. And That's cute. States were conventions. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's just like him. I feel. Yeah. So I am, I'm biased in that sense. Um, I, uh, I saw like a red carpet interview with the actor who plays Bruno. And he was like, he was dressed nice and he's wearing a chain. And I'm like, I'm watching it. I'm like, I'm watching you, white boy. I want to see, like, are you going to slip? Are you cool? Are you, are you with us? Is this, is this just a gig to you? Are you, you know what I mean? But he seems cool. This he is, seems cool. That's, that's why I like, I, I never want to look at what the actors are up to. Yeah. They're, they're so sus sometimes, but yeah. um, I, I also love how into Kamala's culture Bruno is in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. He, he like knows, learns he, little words of fuck Urdu and yeah. like, he tells her it was her his idea for her to go and find something Pakistani to wear with her costume. He's very supportive and to like a great example of like, I can't be mad at him. I can't yeah. like, I'm not going to hate on him. No, like he has some haters in the comics. Does he? Yeah. Oh, in the comics. Like, yeah. In the comics. Yeah. Bruno's kind of weird in the comics, right? Like, I'm trying to remember what he does. Doesn't he get, like, weird at a, at a certain point where it's, like... He, I think his character, like, I think maybe when... Like, when he breaks his arm? I don't remember that. But it's, like, when okay. he... I don't remember. They fought about something. He goes to Wakanda. Yeah, so that's they, after they he breaks his distance. arm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But... I feel like his characterization was kind of up and down in the comics. Yeah. Um, he yeah. took a while to develop and then like, he just changed sometimes. Yeah. He's kind of a douche to come out with Kamala sometimes. Hoping that doesn't happen with right. Bruno. I'm way too attached to him already. Yeah. Uh, also, he's drawn kind of um, uglier in the comics. <laughs> he's like, a, I don't know about uglier. Um, he's he's like drawn kind of like a goat. Skater boy. In the comics? Yeah, like a I'm skater to... boy type. He wears like a beanie. Uh, he has long hair. He has long hair. Yeah. I'm trying to look up pictures of Bruno in the comics. Uh, for some reason, I just always think he looks like a goat. <laughs> he, You know what? Show him actually looks like my husband, too. Really? Like, they have the same haircut, like same facial structure. I just realized where, I, where I've seen the, the show Bruno from. He was on Walking Dead. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Does he die? I, I think I remember him dying. I think <laughs> I could be wrong. Um, but no, I like Bruno. But then, then again, like when Red Dagger shows up, 
um, in the comics. Uh, then I'm all, but then Red Dagger says dumb things, and I'm like, no, forget you. Red Dagger's not cool to me anymore. <laughs> uh, I I feel like the villains and like antiheroes in the comics uh, definitely are hit or miss. Yeah. I loved the Tinker, which is like her first one. Oh I loved yeah, he was like Thomas Edison, but with a bird head. I hope they I hope they have him in, in the show. maybe in the second season or something. I, I'm 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 trying to remember all the different villains in Miss Marvel because like I have read every oh, and he, single he issue. Ha- she has the team up with Wolverine fighting him. Oh okay. I'm trying to remember who else. Uh... I'm gonna be honest. I don't oh. remember Red Dagger. So Red Dagger's the uh, <laughs> the Pakistani uh, superhero. Kamran. No, right? Yeah, yeah, Kamran. It's Kamran. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't remember his comic book name. Yeah, he has the red, like he has a, eh. he has like a red uh, scarf that he puts around and like, yeah. like they meet in Pakistan. Yeah. Okay, so is he her cousin or not? No, he's not. No, he's show. not related. He's, oh, what? In oh, the he, show, has, yeah. he hasn't appeared yet. Oh shit. I think that's episode two. I knew <laughs> he was so coming. Funny. I knew he was coming. Uh, but they wouldn't make him a cousin. That'd be weird. But I think they do. I'm not sure. In in I'm the show, sure. I'll have to I'll I guess I'll have to watch episode two. But I knew that he was popping in because he was in the trailer. Yeah, he, yeah. he's in the trailer. Yeah. Uh right. oh, you were talking about the inventor, the, the parakeet. Oh, kinda. I I yeah, inventor. He's a clone of Thomas Edison Edison. Yeah. <laughs> and he has like a parakeet head. head. Yeah, uh, there's a couple other like cool. Uh, is is wait? Oh, sorry. Uh, is Comron Red Dagger? I think he is, but they never. No, Kareem is Red Dagger. Who's Comron? Oh, okay, Comron. He's one of the. He he shows up pretty early. Um. But I oh. think they're change. I think they're changing his. They have a romantic relation. They like. They like start to talk to each other. Oh, is he the one of the guy on the character posters? Yes. Okay. I think he is one. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think they're going a different direction with him in the comics from the comics. Okay. So yeah, I'm honestly, cool with that. Yeah, couldn't tell you that much about him. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in the changes and kind of like what it does and and kind of how they're going to expand uh, from this point on. Um. But, like, are there characters that, like, you want to see, like, pop up? Other than the inventor? <laughs> Other than, do you really um, want to see, do you really want an MCU version of, like, a parakeet head guy? You're right. I don't know if it would translate that well to last. I'm not sure. Too. Maybe. But he's mean, so, he's so cute in the comics. But he's bad, right? He's a bad guy? He's bad, yeah. yeah. But he's, like, funny. He's, like, a silly, silly villain. Yeah. You know, he's like a cartoon yeah. silly villain. Well, they all are, right? Like Doc X or whatever is that like video game kind of looking troll looking <laughs> yeah, guy. I, that's what I'm saying. Like uh, her, um, her villain, her rogue gallery is so weird. She has the weirdest rogues gallery. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's so much fun. So I, yeah, I guess I would like to see. I think the first season is they're probably gonna tackle some more difficult subjects. But I would love to see more of that lighthearted, the lighthearted villains, maybe. Yeah. Uh, or at least uh, some homage, like, to them. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I don't know if I have anyone in particular. I will say, you know, in the comics, Zoe ends up being, like, what another a really good friend. Like, yeah. starts off as her bully, becomes, like, her and Nakia's good friend. Yeah. Um, super excited to see that. Um, especially because, like, so far, and this is what people don't realize is like, like nowadays, like high school bullies and stuff. It's I feel like her 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 character's portrayed pretty well in the show. Where it's right. like she's not really a bully. She's not like a mean girl like her Mean Girls. Yeah, or the Mean Girls and Stranger Things. Uh, she's right, those are like, wild. The bullies yeah, and oh, Stranger like Things are neck. like psychopaths. I know. I was literally like, I get that they're trying to make it like those 80s movies, but this is too much. No yeah. kids act like this. Kids don't act like that. It's weird. Um, yeah, so I, I at first, when that scene where she's going into the school, um, I was like, oh, is this going to be another... Like, like Miss Marvel? We're talking about... Yeah, yeah. When she's going she's up going, the stairs? 
Yeah, right before, yeah. like when she enters the school, the like coach oh, calls yeah. her Camelia. Like yeah. kids are kind of mean to her. I was like, oh, is this going to be another one? Like, where are they going to show it again? Where they're like, kind of just bullies to her. Like, like put her in the locker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the 90s, 80s movies. Yeah. Um, but I don't think, I don't think it's like that. And I like that it was Zoe's quote unquote bullying was like, it's like subtle. It's like, oh, I like your weird ethnic necklace. Right. Um, but I I am excited to see her character development. I hope they do. It seems like that they want to make her a more um, a more main more of a main character. Yeah. Um, well, she got a character poster, right? Yeah, I think she has she has a poster and everything. Yeah. I love her. I love the way she does her eyeliner. Honestly, still loved her Miss Marvel costume on that stage. Uh, I love that interaction too. The fact that she like made centered herself, but it, like it's not bullying she's just kind of out of touch yeah um it will like kind of like flash was in spider-man homecoming yes where yeah because exactly. like people aren't like hey puny parker i'm gonna beat you up and stuff you in a trash can like nobody does that anymore and i'm sure people do do that but i feel what's more prevalent in high schools is 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 more um verbal bullying and manipulation and toxicity mm-hmm. you know we're talking like being antagonistic without being quote-unquote aggressive right because right. then you fly I- under the radar because then the teachers are like well he didn't lay a finger on him like what do you and then it drives the the person who's being picked on to like lash out in physical anger and then they get in trouble like that's a tale as old as time yeah, Zoe reminds me a lot of my middle school bully. Really? Uh, she didn't have a redemption arc, but <laughs> but like in the sense that like if anytime I would talk about like my culture, she would like give me a look, like it'd be kind of gross. She'll be like, if I wore like on Eid, I wore Mindy or Henna, she'd be like, you know, doesn't it kind of look like poop? Like, why do you put that on your skin? That yeah. kind of thing. Um, I don't think Zoe has had that like outright like kind of racist stuff uh in the show it doesn't seem hateful that's like right yeah she's just kind of like mean girl out of touch yeah but like yeah like but i think in the comic she's more like that where it's like she's racially insensitive yeah Um, but then she turns around right right exactly she learns she grows her like arc is one of like the best arcs in comics period like Mm. she goes from this person that is ignorant but she goes out of her way. And I think Nakia has this conversation with her as well. Like, hey, Zoe, you went out of your way to learn about us, even though to, to you, we were strange, we were other. And like, you are now one of the best people I know. And so um, I'm really looking forward to seeing that for her in the show. Yeah. Uh, well, Zoe and Nakia uh, are, are such integral characters to Kamala's journey. Kamala has a really big supporting cast and I think it works really well. Just like Peter Parker works really well when Peter Parker has a big supporting cast, mm-hmm. right? I strongly agree. And I love that in the comics, her parents know about her superhero yeah. shenanigans. Um, her parents like are really sweet. <laughs> I feel like if I was a superhero, her dad reminds me so much of my dad. My yeah. first convention, my dad, my mom made my dad go with me. So that's he didn't dress up he tried to he didn't end up doing it but um that's why i was like come on you don't want your dad to go with you to AvengerCon. um my dad went with me and yeah. i feel like if i was a superhero my parents would know about it yeah maybe my- not my dad he's kind of he likes to tell everybody everything oh maybe he wouldn't keep it a secret. yeah my parents my parents are cool i would tell i would definitely tell them that uh but growing up though like superheroes aren't really their thing like we watch a oh, lot yeah. of other stuff and like we're cool and we like razz each other and like we're super like it's super fun. But like superheroes aren't really their thing. So we watch some things like I'll watch some Spider-Man with my mom and like she's not as into it as I am. But like she's just like, oh, cute. She's like, oh, Tobey Maguire so cute. Like whatever. Um, But like I, I remember wanting to go to convention when I was a kid and like asking my dad to go. And like I understand why my dad wouldn't take me because he just wouldn't have anything to do uh like it's just not his thing I don't blame him for that I just know that like I wish I was able to go as a kid and I think that it's cool like when parents do take their kids so like I was at Star Wars Celebration um a week or two back and 
there was uh, just a little a little brown kid who just like was talking and like I got to talking and then like I told the parents I was like he's lucky to have you guys because his parents were there and I was like I didn't get that you know well I will tell you my dad went with me the first time yeah. and then he never went back that's <laughs> great though he took you once that's good <laughs> well, it, yeah but it was like he he went there to scout it out he's like what is this thing right you know is what it is dangerous? Avengers Con what is, yeah, yeah exactly I think it was Florida Supercon okay yeah and uh which now is owned actually by Reed Pop I'm going this, again this July it's like my home con is Reed Pop um, does Reed Pop own these conventions yeah so they bought it from the Supercon guy interesting because Reed Pop yeah. did Star Wars Celebration oh oh interesting I don't know if, I don't know when they acquired that but I okay. know they do NYCC as well okay okay interesting um it was cool. I mean, it's it's cool that your dad took you and he scoped it out. Fine. I understand that. Uh, again, my dad would just be like, I don't want to like I like I'll drop you off and then that'll be it. <laughs> like, I think he <laughs> my dad gets he's protective, but like or at least when I was younger, he was protective to the point of like is <laughs> he's like, eh. You can protect yourself. I'm not going to be here. Yeah, well, I'll you know? say it's different for, um, you know, Desi girls and Desi yeah. boys, for yeah. sure. Oh, um, of course. I mean, yeah. once he, like, went there, and he made sure I always went with friends afterwards, but it was, like, he was kind of freaked out by everybody. Like, yeah. there's people with, like, latex suits. Mm. He did have a good time because him and his, my uncles, they liked uh, Star Trek, and George mm. Takei was the guest of honor there. Oh, that's cool. So he had a good time. He got to see George Takei's, like, speech and yeah. and stuff so he did have a good time there That's but cool. like once he like went he was like well I don't want to tell her not to go so she can go with her friends yeah. I don't want to go with her anymore <laughs> you brought up a thing that I yeah I wasn't even thinking about how that experience is different boys to girls and and the way the a family would treat so we we see that in this episode right yeah in episode one with like they would of course let Amir do what he wants to do but they're not going to do that with Kamala right exactly yeah and that was what it was for him he was like are there going to be boys there like are there going to be you know people trying to date her there yeah wait are you um, talking wait are you talking in the show or your own experience my dad and oh okay. the show like that's the thing is like are there going to be boys there is there going to be alcohol there like are there going to be people trying to get her to do you know stuff that I don't want her to do when Kamala says what did she say about cocaine? And they oh, were like, I literally, up. that was so much like me. Cause I would literally be like, I would literally say that with my parents all the time. Well, I'm not doing cocaine. Like, right. I would say that all the time. Right. Well, I would use that, that, that type of defense when I was younger, my parents were like, why aren't your grades better? And it's like, well, all the other kids are cheating and paying for their test answers. At least you have a good son. And then they're like, no, just get your <laughs> grades up, dude. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with my grades. My brother does, though. Yeah. He, he doesn't like to do his homework. Yeah, um, I, didn't, I didn't like to do my homework. <laughs> but it seems like Kamala has that problem, too, is that her head is in the clouds. She's always I, fantasizing. I relate so much to that, because when I was in class growing up, I don't know if you, you were this way, would you draw in class? No, I wasn't much of a doodler. Okay. Um Honestly, I was pretty good in school. Oh, okay. But only, like, because I'm like the oldest, like I had to be. I'm the oldest. Like, wanted- I'm the oldest <laughs> and I was the doodler. And then my my younger sister got to like, like she settled down. She did her stuff. Like she was straight and narrow. And I was just like, oh, you know, Kamala. My head in the clouds came like with my extra like my I agree with you like my parents, they weren't superhero people. But I've literally been reading comics since I was like, like, before I could read I remember like my cousins had comics and I would like I didn't know English I didn't know how to read so I would like page through them and then when I did learn how to read I was like five when I would like start collecting these comics so I've just been of course it was weird for them at first like my mom would be like why are you always watching fighting but now my dad is like hyped for Miss Marvel they're like what's the Disney plus password? <laughs> so now they're like, my mom was especially was always one who like took a strong, like to make, went out of her way to like know my interests at least. She wouldn't yes. participate in them. My dad was more of the participator, but he didn't really keep up. He was like, yeah, you know. Have your parents seen this, this show? 
Not yet. Um, I was taking a nap when they asked me for the Disney Plus. Oh, okay. So I don't know. You're depriving them of this show. I'm sorry. I I think hopefully they'll watch it together tomorrow. I think it's their anniversary, so that's cute. I think I I think I might show my mom this show and like. How I said earlier about like different people getting different things and relating to this in a different way. I think there's a very similar like immigrant experience. Exactly. You know, I, I don't feel like you have to be, uh, I don't think you have to be Pakistani or Muslim or, or even Brown. Like, I think that like, I have a friend who who's from Bulgaria and he might have a, a similar immigrant experience to like, this you oh, know yeah oh yeah especially like any if you're from anywhere where it's like you had to escape persecution in some way I think like I think my dad will love Muniba's parents I think that's what they're gonna watch it for they're gonna watch it for the is the representation of Islam mm. and also like the stories of the partition which you'll see later when they talk okay. about the partition yeah um which we see that in the comics too it's right the, the story of the bangles is from when her great grandparents were escaping the partition yeah, I want to reread this because I've I've read every single issue of Miss Marvel, but again, it's been around since what two thousand four. Oh, exactly. There's so much I don't remember. I I recently read the first two volumes again. Oh, that's, that's why good. I'm kind of more. I remember a little bit more again. I uh I wanna I wanna buy them. I like to buy comics that I if anyone asks. Like, I'm the same way. You I give have- it out. Yeah, I have a Marvel Unlimited and a DC Universe subscription. So I'll like read the stuff I like digital. Sometimes I'll like just, especially at conventions, I don't buy my comics anywhere else anymore. Like I go to conventions and I come back with like a suitcase full of comics. Right, because then there'll be like $10 <laughs> trades and I'll get like a hundred, exactly. I'll get like a hundred like, of trades. Buy one, get two free or something. So uh, <laughs> yeah. So sometimes I'll do that, but it's like I'll read the digital and then I'll buy the trade. Yeah. I, especially because I go to so many conventions. I like to look at the guests and then take them my books to get signed. And I was so sad. I I didn't get to the cast was there at the premiere. And the so ca- was Sana Amanat. W- w- oh, they were? Did you you didn't get anything signed? No, I didn't get to meet any of them. I only met Anjali. Who's on? Uh, she it voices Overwatch, uh, Symmetra and Overwatch. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's in the sh- she's she's in the first episode. She was like the lady when they're shopping for her salwar kameez at the store. She comes in and starts talking about the oh other the girls. the auntie. Yeah, the auntie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm trying to look up the character, but um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 But she was there at at the premiere. Yeah, yeah. Got, um, that's cool. Did you? Uh, what was? What did they say about? There's so many good scenes in this episode that like we like. There's the scene where she's like, "You're too short." Oh, she's not <laughs> too short. It's the thing. And then the auntie comes in, and says, "You're too short," and they're and then and their mom's <laughs> like, "You're too short." <laughs> It's like that's these, how like, they all are. Another yeah. part I liked was like, um, I didn't get because she was like, Oh, she you're not gonna wear those skimpy outfits, like, she wears a tight outfit, and then yeah. Kamala says it's not that tight. Because I agree with her, the version she made was not that tight, but my parents were the same way, where it's like, but she's wearing like leggings, and the top was not low enough to cover her bum. Right, it's the so, butt like, part of just the, like, that. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, she. I feel like she could have shown the costume to them, and they could have like offered suggestions to change it or something. Yeah, lengthened. I mean, I mean, if, if yeah. like they could have lengthened the whole like shirt thing and kind of. Uh, uh, done or the whole she could have done what she was gonna do. She was gonna tie that red scarf around. Yeah her bum, yeah. um, which is very similar to, to Carol's original costume as Miss Marvel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what's funny is, because, again, tying into these comic book characters have been around for decades, right? Right. Carol has not had the best track record with costumes. It's literally like a one-piece like bathing suit kind of swimsuit, right? And it's, it's like thigh highs, thigh high boots, yeah. But then it with, was like it was like what female superheroes wore back in the 2000s. But it was <laughs> like, yeah, it was weird. But like it's funny because in the show, 
they mentioned that like that like it's not accurate right because zoe wears her zoe wears the (laughs) uh, the skin tidiest one right and like but that's not in the mcu that's not exactly exactly they're like it's not even accurate yeah i love that part i love that reference yeah she looks um, great though. I loved her hair. She like teased her hair. Oh, oh Zoe. She, yeah, I loved yeah. She it. looked great. Uh, uh, that's yeah. My yeah. That comment was not a a dig at Zoe. Like uh, oh for sure. For sure. Uh, she she seemed like a fan. Like her character seems like a fan of Captain Marvel, which is awesome. By the way, something I just wanted to point out is Scott Lang has a His podcast. podcast? I and, love and he's that. the one telling people secrets about the Avengers and stuff. And that's how like Kamala knows all these things. Cause it's like Captain Marvel should not be very well known on earth. Exactly that. And I think you want to know, I think that's why show Kamala latches onto her because when I was a kid, I would go for these characters that like, I would like latch onto these characters that were more obscure or less, less known because I could kind of read all their comics all at once and learn more about them and spread out from there. And I feel like that's what it was for her. She says that in that scene, like somebody that comes out of nowhere and does something great. And that's what Kamala ends up being. She's going to be, or she's going to, she's going to be someone that comes out of nowhere and does something great. And that's why she lashes on, lashes onto her. So. Yeah. Um, How sad did you feel when, when, the parents came in and they tried to like meet her halfway in their own sincere way. They were being sincere, even if it isn't something that a teenager wants. The dad comes in painted green on his face and like that was literally Big Hulk the and Little saddest Hulk. thing in the theater when I was watching that. Yeah. I like had a little teardrop because, like I said earlier, I was like, Kamala, you don't want to go to this convention with your dad. And she like made her a Hulk costume that's why I was like I feel like if she had shown her mom the costume her mom could have like fixed it up to make it a little different yeah um and I was like he looks so cute with the like green paint and everything and like I love how it was a kurta he was wearing a green kurta yeah and then he just put abs on it it was so cute I I think it's it's like yes I I understand like a teenager doesn't want to just kind of go with their family or whatnot that being said Kamala could have shown her costume they could have like edited the costume together and then she could have gone with her father without being a big Hulk little Hulk just have her father be the Hulk and she could be Mm -hmm. Captain Marvel exactly and then like Bruno was Banner anyway like you know though in in earlier I thought he was going to dress as Tony Stark when they were like faking they were like planning it out yeah and like she became like prom queen or whatever at the convention like he was dressed as Tony Stark but then it turns out he wears um Scott's mask at one point too oh in that scene when they're kind of like when they're at the convention oh okay yeah um but I I agree but you know what like 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 I said it's different from girls growing up like for me, it was like, if my dad was going to let me go, he just wanted to be there. I was like, that was, that's a good deal. I'll take that. Because otherwise, yeah. I'm stuck at home. Right. I, w- I was not brave enough to sneak out anywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I don't think I've sneaked out a day in my life. My sister either. Like, there was no way. I definitely, like, stayed out longer than I should have. Oh, yeah, past um, curfew. I've definitely, like, if I was supposed to be one place, I would actually be somewhere else. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's done that. Yeah, but I've never tried to sneak out in the middle of the night. No. <laughs> it's more like if you're out, you're out. You better do what you need to do while exactly, you're out. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, you know what? I'll, I'll face the punishment later. But it's like, you sneak out, over. My life's over. Right. Oh, yeah. I, so She honestly got off real light. She got off light. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at Avengers Con, though, like did you did you like the whole Avengers Con thing or was it yes I loved it I loved because I think in the comics it's like she just wants to go to like the party it was right like there was no Avengers Con in the comics I loved Avengers Con I loved that it was like the first con for the Avengers um I'm so curious I was when we were watching it together again me and my husband I was like I wonder who set it all up like who created the set okay Um, so cute because they had some real fan art like the card with the yeah. captain of mark mark captain america and like 
the butt cheeks bubble butt. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that's a real piece of fan art um yeah america's uh, ass like somebody was saying that like it has to be scott telling everybody about everything like scott's telling everybody <laughs> about america's ass scott's telling everything, everybody about exactly. everything people are saying like obviously scott who like who did the the c rogers musical like information like it has to be scott I'm, i think some of it's like pieced together similar to like in avatar the last airbender when they do they watch the play oh they yeah put the pieces together from the cabbage guy and like other people oh yeah too. yeah but i can't imagine i feel like i can totally see scott doing interviews and podcasts and all that stuff i couldn't see anyone else doing it yeah <laughs> to be honest so definitely him doing it yeah um avengers con that whole thing was just kind of funny uh with the with the ant-man head that just kept rolling i know and then the thor hammer comes down I, i'm assuming it was made of styrofoam she would have been it hit her hard and <laughs> she's just hard. screaming all over the place it's kind of cartoony but i like it what am i gonna, yeah it was like? silly i i liked it though yeah. yeah but i just i'm so curious about the set like i'm definitely one of those people that like loves behind the scenes stuff yeah. and going to conventions and being like into costuming and stuff like i just want to see how they made avengers con happen you were you were, you're were thinking about that which is a, a awesome angle you're looking at it i was looking at it from a point of view of like these background actors like because like, in were they actually did they have like a real convention <laughs> like well they had to have gone through some sort of like background service like you know casting service they're probably yeah they're probably just extras but like those extras are also in real life fans of marvel so oh, yeah. gonna, you know what i mean so it's this weird layer of like they're gonna dress up in their own cosplay to be characters that are in cosplay in the background of an MCU TV show. And like- I feel like some of the costumes probably, they definitely probably supplied for them. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm wondering whether there are costumes that they would not allow because it would break continuity. True, that's true. I saw a costume of Gamora and then, so like, but nobody would know Gamora. Except, like, unless Scott talked about Gamora on the podcast. Or Thor. I feel like Thor would do interviews. Oh, because they bring up Val- Valkyrie a lot in this episode, in episode one. Yeah, because right? she says, oh, maybe I could be, like, Valkyrie. Yeah. Valkyrie cops Marvel, yeah. Also, why wouldn't loved- anyone just like Valkyrie better than Captain Marvel? Like, Valkyrie I, lives you know on Earth. What pissed me off about Valkyrie? That first costume from the first from Ragnarok when she comes out it's the white one it was like one and done they never brought that costume back right and it's literally it has a cape right it has a cape the coolest breastplate ever I made a pretty controversial TikTok about this about how I think like a lot of the recent uh female costumes have been looking the same they have the same vest silhouette thing and so that one was really truly unique like I love the breastplate and everything I'm deaf. That's on my cosplay list. It's a hard yes for me. Um, and so somebody told me once that I look like her, like, um, what's her name? Emma Thompson. Uh, Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Yeah. And, um, I was really flattered. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this costume because it's literally one of my favorite costumes in the entire MCU. And they never brought it back. It was literally like she had the one scene yeah. where she comes out in it. She gets on the gun and that's it. Well, she has a swagger to her in that scene, right? Like I can see that that thing. Uh, Yeah, that is a cool costume and and they don't bring it back. Um, You should do it. You should do a Valkyrie costume. It's on the list for sure. Yeah. Uh, Do you think Zoe's going to turn into a friend sooner than later? Like rather, like, are we going to get another scene of Zoe being, being a bee? to Kamala or we never get a scene of like Zoe being antagonistic and then in she just likes Kamala I think like so based on like the second episode oh um, okay I would probably say I don't know because in the comics like again she's not like outright mean she's just kind of just out of touch and just like she does make like backhanded comments. 
Um, and she does do a bit of that, I think. Yeah. Um, but I think much less in the comics. So I, I want to say yes for her being a friend sooner rather than later. Okay. All right. Again, I forget that you've seen episode two. So, <laughs> uh, uh, how do I put this? Because you've seen episode two. I would normally just ask you, like, where do you feel this is going to go in this uh, in this season? I can tell you a little, yeah, without really giving too much away. Yeah. Like I said, I think that um, the story is going to be much closer to Pakistani heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something I really want to say. Oh, no. <laughs> say um. Oh, you know what? No, I can. I can. Okay. So, you know... When she puts on the bracelet, um, she gets the bracelet, she, she goes, gets the red scarf. Right. She goes back. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like a weird vision of a bunch of people. Kind of looks like an army. And glowing eyes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we know that the bracelet belonged to either her grandmother or her great-grandmother. Yeah. Her great-grandmother. So I think <laughs> the show is going to imply that someone in her ancestry had her powers before her. Okay. I think that's what, what that's the implication. Okay. Um, I have no confirmation whatsoever. Do you, you, do you think they're going to bring in the humans? I don't know. It's so hard to tell. I feel like- some Maybe that's people, a season two thing, maybe. Yeah, I would say maybe further down the line. Like yeah. some people think maybe she is in fact a inhuman and the bracelet is made out of Terrigen crystal. Oh. Which maybe, but I okay. feel like it just, it shows like, like I feel like they're strongly implying that the powers come from the bracelet. I think that the powers are not going to come from the bracelet. I think it's a, it's a red herring. I think it's a bait and switch. I think it's, we think that the powers come from the bracelet until the bracelet's broken. Mm. And then she'll ah, be like, my powers are classic gone. Classic Disney, classic You Disney. know, and then the power is within you the whole time. Yeah, yeah classic But Disney. then it brings okay, up yeah, more maybe. questions. It brings up more questions. It's like, if the power is within you the whole time, where did the powers come Some from? people think it's like Cree in origin. Yeah. Um, so I think people like from just the trailer, I was getting a lot of comments like, oh, the bracelet's just technology. It's tech. I don't think it's tech. Uh, it, maybe like maybe a green lantern tech. ring yeah like a green like definitely not earth tech yeah it could be alien in origin yeah um yeah could be alien in origin okay or all right maybe she just has the powers yeah did you have any final thoughts before we get going um uh i'm so interested in your thoughts about episode two but i don't i can't ask you that until i see it so <laughs> Well, I don't know if your guest slots are full. You can always have me on for the second one. I could. I could. Uh, I'm going to look at that, maybe. Um, um, I have no final thoughts except to ask you what your absolute favorite part of the first episode was. What do you love the most? Oh, um, I love uh, Kamala and her, her um, like, the doodles and the arts and crafts and that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, there's I a think- lot to, like... There's a lot to like, and that's that's like definitely one of the highlights of the show. Cause that was that was me, like growing <laughs> up, you know, head in the clouds, can't focus, ADHD, like drawing pictures, writing fanfics, like you know, that was me. And so um, there's a lot that I relate to, you know, uh, uh, this character, and I think that like anyone with a heart can relate to this character, regardless. I don't think you have to be a certain X, Y, or Z. I completely agree. Completely agree. I think, like, I don't relate at all to, like, Peter Parker, but I still love him, and I still love, like, yeah. I don't relate at all to, like, Iron Man. I'm not a billionaire or man or, you know, like, but I I do feel like that that's a sad part of like this show is people are like, well, I'm not a teenage girl. Why would I watch this? Yeah. And it's because th- th- those types of comments are coming from a community that's always representative. So representatives, they don't know what it's like not to be. Right. And they don't understand how if the shoes, the shoe on the other foot, like we we liked Iron Man. Why can't, uh, what's the problem here? None, none of us yeah. were were rich billionaires. Yeah, it's like people that say like, oh, like I can't play female leads in video games. And I'm like, well, how do you think women play video games? Like, right. We just, <laughs> right. we just always play as men. Right. 
or like like i like i would always have to play as a, like a white character yeah in, in in a video game you know and so it's like it's it was white character obviously as like they're the default and then like if there was a black character no matter what they look like i was like i'm playing as that character me too i was the same way i was the same way yeah yeah uh uh thank you risa so much for for coming on this uh Thanks and talking for having with me. me yeah of course uh, uh talking with me you know about episode one um uh and let me look at the schedule and see uh because i would love to have you back if not for this after show but just for like in general we do a lot of shows with the key um uh and i'd love to have you back on an episode absolutely absolutely i had a great time yeah your question you're, you're a great interviewer like you question your questions are always really good wow that stop uh <laughs> it's it's years of of headaches i think that's what it is it's paying off it's finally paying off um where can people find you uh online um if you want to say your social media out loud uh i want to know where we can find you i want to know uh what you got coming up and if you have any plugs that you want to uh plug yeah i'm pretty much raisin cosplay every way raisin like the dried fruit r-a-i-s-i-n <laughs> cosplay c-o-s-p-l-a-y um i am most active on instagram and tiktok so you can find me at on those places okay awesome do you have anything crazy coming up nothing crazy i have supercon coming in july and i was actually going to go as a bat girl so i was trying to do a cassandra kane but then i, I love cassandra kane yeah <laughs> Yeah, but that, we'll see if I still make that for Supercon, but I'm I'm work, I'm going to improve on my Miss Marvel because there's still places to improve on it. I made it in one day. So definitely uh, I have to make like the boot covers. I have to remake her mask. Yeah. So that's definitely coming. I'll be posting videos and photos on my Instagram and TikTok about that if you want to keep up with that journey. All right. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Um, thank you much, uh, so much for your time. Uh, thank you to any audience members out there who are watching either right now or after the fact, or, uh, you know, listening to the podcast, uh, Matthew Mori just showed up and he says late to the party, but I love this episode. Um, uh, so thank you, Matt, uh, uh, for, for dropping on by, uh, if anyone's listening to the podcast, it is wherever you get your podcast from Apple podcast, Google play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Uh, if you're watching the live stream, you're watching us on volume, Twitch, or YouTube, either or. Um, we got a lot of shows. We got the Obi-Wan after show. We got the uh, uh, Miss Marvel after show. We have a lot of different things. Um, but definitely stay tuned. If you want to find The Keeg on any social media, you can find us at The Keeg Show, T-H-E-K-E-E-G-S-H-O-W, on uh, Instagram and TikTok are probably the most updated. Uh, we're also on Twitter. But really, The Keeg Show on, like, everything whether it's at the keeg show or slash the keeg show you can find us wherever you want to find us um uh definitely stay in touch that way and we also have a patreon if you're interested in donating back to the show you got patreon.com slash the keeg show other than all that that was a mouthful risa thank you so much for taking time out of your night uh because i know oh i mean it's even more nighttime for you over there it's 2 a.m but i, I was gonna be are you a night owl I'm a night owl. Yeah, I like to do all my like crafting and stuff like post midnight <laughs> for sure. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I can I can relate to that. Not the crafting and stuff that I will leave to you. But getting anything done is so much easier at night. So, uh, but thank you, thank you so much for uh, 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 being here, and uh, I'll get you back on another show. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Dimitri. I'll yeah, see you no another problem. time. All right. Take care, everybody. Peace out. And uh, yeah, once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. This has been the Miss Marvel after show uh, for episode one. Take care, everybody. Bye.